Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, if you are guided by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Immorality, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, hatreds, rivalry, jealousy, outburst of fury, acts of selfishness, dissensions, factions, occasions of envy, drinking bouts, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. In contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also follow the Spirit. The word of the Lord. Those who follow you, Lord, will have the light of life. Blessed the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor walks in the way of sinners, nor sits in the company of the insolent, but delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on his law day and night. He is like a tree planted near running water that yields its fruit in due season, and whose leaves never fade. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, not so. They are like chaff, which the wind drives away. For the Lord watches over the way of the just, but the way of the wicked vanishes. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord said, Woe to you, Pharisees, you pay tithes of mint and of rue and of every garden herb, but you pay no attention to judgment and to love for God. These you should have done without overlooking the others. Woe to you, Pharisees! You love the seat of honor in synagogues and greetings in marketplaces. Woe to you! You are like unseen graves over which people unknowingly walk. Then one of the scholars of the law said to him and replied, Teacher, by saying this, you are insulting us too. And he said, Woe also to you, scholars of the law. You impose on people burdens hard to carry, but you yourselves do not lift one finger to touch them. The Gospel of the Lord. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Also in 1492, Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand of Spain, who sponsored Columbus's voyage, drove the last of the Muslims out of their country and ending the longest war in history. For the Moors from Africa had overrun Spain 800 years earlier. With the Moors gone, Spain could focus on finding a new trade route to Asia. Columbus, who had a strong devotion to the Virgin Mary, had a mystic belief that God wanted him to sail the Atlantic in order to spread Christianity. He believed that was the reason he was born, to sail across a large unknown ocean on a mission from God. His passion convinced Ferdinand and Isabella that he was their man. After weeks of seeing nothing but water, 
sailing where no large ship had ever gone. On October 10th, the crew of the Santa Maria agreed to give the voyage three more days. On October 12th, at 2 a.m., they sighted what Columbus named San Salvador after our blessed Savior. After staying there two weeks, he sailed up to Cuba. Thinking he was in Peking, he found the natives smoking cigars. This was the first time Europeans had seen tobacco. Columbus returned to Spain a hero. A scholar wrote, It is for the boldness of his conception and his magnificent courage in laying his life on the line to carry it out that Christopher Columbus is most rightly honored. Queen Isabella knew nothing of navigation and little of world geography, but she was a superb judge of men and women. It was to Columbus the man and to Columbus the devoted Catholic that she gave her support. But we celebrate and honor Columbus the discoverer, not Columbus the governor or ruler. After Columbus's second voyage, he was brought back to Spain in chains, under arrest for the chaos and crimes which occurred under his management. One of his crimes was the enslaving of natives. Now, would chaos and crime have happened under other leaders? Most likely, after all, two worlds had just collided. And we should understand something. Christopher Columbus did not import slavery to the new world. Slavery was in the Americas long before Columbus landed. Most native tribes practiced it. They also terrorized and mutilated each other and engaged in cannibalism and human sacrifice. Five years before Christopher Columbus landed in 1487, the Aztecs sacrificed 80,000 people in four days while rededicating their temple in Mexico City. With demonic efficiency, blood-soaked pagan priests cut out each victim's heart in 15 seconds. If one were to study history, he would find that it is one long saga of violent people conquering other violent people. He would also find that it was Western civilization, that would be Catholic civilization, that ended up eradicating slavery in our lands. But alas, we now live in a new world bent on eradicating Western civilization. A world that's out to put Christ in chains and send him sailing back home. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. For that, he is honored as a hero, for he paved the way for Christianity in the new world. 39 years after his discovery in 1531, the Virgin Mary appeared in Mexico, not too far from a huge hub of human sacrifice. Shortly after her appearance, nine million natives were baptized, and the new world became Christian. Let us pray hard to Our Lady, Santa Maria, that our new world will turn back to her son and become Christian once again. <laughs> 